Blog Talk Radio.
we're doing blog talk. Um, iron sharpening iron through smile three e. Uh, I want to say that if you hear the music in the background, I'm just trying to set my atmosphere. I don't own the right to the music in the background, but it's just some praise and worship music. Um, I do not own the rights to it. Okay, so tonight uh, we're going to talk about when family falls out, when family has disputes, when family gets to a place that is almost where they don't want to forgive. But we have a way. We have a way out. We have a way out, people. The Word teaches us. When I ask the Bible, I'm sorry, when I ask Google about what does the Bible say about family that has fell out, it told me to read, what's this, Titus chapter 3, verses 3 through 7. Okay, we're going to stop right quick, and we're going to pray. Father God, we come to you on the night. We're asking you to open our ears and our hearts, God, that we will hear what the body of Christ is saying, what the body of Christ needs, and what the body of Christ will accept on tonight. God, we're asking you to speak to us, O Lord. Give us your word. Give us your word, God, that we may take it and just let it saturate our hearts, that we may act on your word, God, because right now a lot of families are going through. A lot of people were locked up for COVID time. A lot of people had hurt and things that they were dealing with before COVID. And when the COVID came and the people were shut up with each other or was not able to go to each other, was not able to provide or be there for each other, old wounds got even deeper. Old sores never healed. Broken hearts never mended. God, we're just asking you right now, O oh Lord, give us a heart to hear. Yes, I say give us a heart to hear because we must open up our hearts to receive the word that we heard in our ears, that our heart must hear what God is saying. Not just feel it, not just receive it, but allow your heart to hear the word of God. Let it penetrate. Excuse me. Let it penetrate your heart. Let God have his way. God, we repent of every sin. Everything we said, everything we did, every gesture, every reaction, God, that didn't give you the glory or the honor, God. We ask you right now, God, to forgive us. God, we just ask you to be God in our lives. Open up our minds. Open up our hearts. Open up our ears, God. Even open up our mouths where we can go to one another and say, I apologize. I'm sorry. Please forgive me. And let us be able to say, I forgive you. I accept your apology. I love you. God, open us up that we can say not only I love you, but we can mean it and we can show it. For God, you are love. And the love that you are, God, we want to have that heart that says, I want to love you like the Lord loves you. In Jesus' name, we pray this prayer, and it is so. So, as I was saying, I was reading... In the Bible, today, Titus 
to chapter 3, verses 3 to 7. And I want you all to write that down. I want you all to go back and read it. It's only three chapters of the book of Titus, but if you read all three of them, go in there and you're going to get something out of it. Believe me, you will. See, one thing I had to remember, remind myself, and then when I was talking to the family member, I had to say to the family member, you know, I was once young. I thought I was slick. I thought I was smooth. I thought I had the answer. And when we was talking, we was part. I picked the person up, and we drove, and we sat in front of a building, and I said, look up, look up, look on the building. Look what it said. It was a second Corinthians. And it says, when I was a child, I act like a child. Don't tell me God won't speak when you're trying to pour out your heart. When you're trying to mend. When you're trying to fix something. I don't say, I'm saying when you're trying to fix it. But God will show up and say, give it to me. I'm the only one who can fix it. You know, I'm, last time I ministered, I said that I asked God about some things because I was trying to fix it. When you allow God to come forth and you give it to God, God will give you what to say and when to say, and God will touch the person's heart to allow you and them to get together and talk. You know, a lot of times we don't want to because we always want to seem like we're the biggest, we're the baddest, but that's not that's not love. That's not what God is doing. We can't say I love God who I've never seen, but I hate my loved ones, my brother, my sister, my family, who I've seen every day. We want God to forgive us, but we don't want to forgive no one else. See, that's right there where we got it twisted. Mm-hmm. We got it twisted. We say other people, got, they got me twisted. No, we got it twisted. So as I was saying, when I was reading in the book of Titus in the third chapter, the third verse says, for we ourselves also were sometimes foolish. Mm. Disobedient, deceived, serving drivers' lust and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. See, I'm, I'm just going to talk about that one little verse right there. See, we got to go back and remember how we once felt before we got saved. See, some of us got saved, but some of us desire to stay safe. We desire to say, God, fix me. Fix me that I can say, okay, I don't know who did it. I don't know how it happened. Yes, thank you. Thank you, Jesus. That's right, Cassandra. I don't know where it went wrong. I don't know the date or the time because, see, some of us thinking about something we did last week. No, this may be some old hurt and some old pain that we have made cause someone. And when they're growing up or as they're getting older, they can't seem to let it go because they never open their mouth and say, you offended me. You hurt me. In other words, I want to talk about broken hearts. You know, we always want to say somebody broke my heart, but what about the hearts we broke, especially in our own family? See, 
a lot of us concentrate on friends and uh, relationships, but do we concentrate on the brokenness that we cause in a family? Some of us got to go back. You know, um, it's, it's not, it's really not part of it, but I want you to understand what I'm talking about. It was a lady made a record a long time ago about Betty White that said, do you remember your first time? Some of y'all got to go back a little farther than the other. You got to go back and remember the first time you and someone stopped talking. Or you have noticed that their conversation or attitude and their smile a lack of towards you changed. So you got to go back and remember the things that ticked you off, peed you off, and, and caused you to step back from people when you were younger. Because it says, for ourselves, also, we were sometimes foolish. Mm-hmm. Some of us was a lot of times foolish. We was disobedient. Some of us are still disobedient. We were deceived. Uh-huh. Some of us are still deceiving and getting deceived. Serving drivers and lust and pleasures. Mm. Some of us are still saying it's about me and mine, or me, myself, and I, or nobody but me, or it's all about me, or what you got for me, or Janis Jackson, I'm in control. That's what some of us are still saying. It says living in malice and envy, mm. hateful and hating one another. We're not happy to see someone else happy. The Word of God says, I should rejoice when you rejoice. Not just cry when you cry, but when you're happy, I should be happy for you. Because if I'm happy for you, just imagine God's going to bless me. See, a lot of us, we put dollars and cents on our blessings for God. But see, some of us got to realize God is going to bless us with our marriages or to be married with our children, to give them, how how do you say, pull them out the mouth of the snake, pull them out the mouth of the tiger, pull them out the mouth of the alligator. We got to look at it. Some of us are going to be blessed with health. Some of us are going to be blessed to retire. Some of us are going to be blessed to get a job. Some of us, we're going to get, you're going to get different blessings because you was happy because somebody else got happy. Because, see, you may not be ready for the season you're asking God for, because you're just not ready. You you won't give God the glory. You won't give God the praise. You're going to always say it's about me, myself, and I. But until you get to the place that you start being happy for somebody else, you can't get blessed. When you, get, you start getting to the place to say, okay, let me see what's going on with this family member. See, we got enough stuff going on in our family. We don't have to. We'll talk about the friends later. <laughs> we'll talk about them later. Excuse me, i got to keep this pad on my neck. we got so much stuff going on in our own family. We need to go to them and say, where and when did I offend you? Or, you know, the reason we ain't really been close because you offended me. And I'm really, I'm just, we got to say, I'm tired of carrying it. You know how they say you uh, let people... You just thank them for letting you live in their head rent-free. Okay. 
you got people, you got uh, got anger at you that's causing you to live in their hearts rent free. But it's the opposite rent. It's not rent where you pay rent. It's like it's rent like you care something. You have broken their heart. They're broken. Mm. I'm going to let that sit right there for a while. You see, I'm holding the heat pad on there, letting the heat penetrate in my back for the pain. Some of us need to go to a family member or family members and say, I wronged you. Now, whoever the shoe fits, wear it. If you say, and this ain't messaging for me, you better look deep because it may be just for you. Because I told you, it's personal for me. Our problem is we're too prideful to say I've done wrong. And I'm going to go back to this now. Three and three. For we ourselves also were sometimes foolish. But we were so foolish in our minds when we were young, we thought we would live forever. Nothing would hurt us. We could eat anything and everything we want. We could stay up all night. We could rip and run and do We thought, but we were foolish, okay? When you keep reading on it, and the last part of the sentence says, in hating one another. How do you hate your bloodline? I thank God for teaching me and teaching me. You know, he's taught me and he's teaching me that my bloodline is important. My bloodline has value. My bloodline is famous. Ah, some of y'all didn't hear what I said. My bloodline is famous. If I told you some of the people I was related to, you would be like, lie. Uh-uh. But see, I ain't got to tell you. Because, see, my God is so awesome, he'll show it to you one day. I ain't got to tell you. When you realize who your bloodline is, when you realize what bloodline you come from, ah, you better know. Look at Jesus' bloodline. Mm. Stop for a moment. Stop and think. What did he come from? Look at all the people, the position, the titles. Ah. So when he, when God brought Jesus into this world, his son that represents him, that is him, he said that we're not going to have any excuses. Apostle Elect Cecilia always say no more excuses. Pastor Servant Troy Thomas put it on his page, no more excuses. It's time out for the excuses. He said, I don't care what you are, who you are, who you were, whatever, which way you walked, Jesus got it in his bloodline. You better get in this book. You better get in and read it. You're going to find out something that said that I don't care what you used to be because of the bloodline. The fourth verse says, but after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, towards man appeared. See, that's what I'm saying. When I said God fixed it, when I asked God to take care of this thing for me because I couldn't fix it no more, I didn't know how. As the old folks say, I was at my wit end. So I had to give it back to the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit to say, fix it. It said, but after that, the kindness and love of God, our Savior, towards man appeared. 
not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regenerations and renewing of the Holy Ghost, which he shed on his abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that being justified by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life. Now, all of that I read and I I said to myself earlier because I said, Lord, I want to go to heaven when I leave here. I don't want to live on this earth in hell and go through hell and have to deal with these hellish situations if I offend anybody by saying it, I'm sorry, but let's be real about it. I don't want my whole life to have hell in front of it, in it, on it, and behind it, because that's where I end. I don't want that to be my final destination. I want my final destination to be with our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, because he died for me. He took on all of my sins. He took on all of my hatred. He took on all of my shame. He took on all of my embarrassment. It's nothing we can do because I told you, the bloodline that Jesus came from had a little bit of everything on it. Y'all better go back and read it. It's some names I see on Facebook right now. And I know that they know me. I know them. You better know that we know nobody but God brought us out. See, a lot of us want to sit back and say, I did it. Mm-hmm. I hung in that girl. A oh, man, you just don't know. I just kept on fighting and kept on hanging. No, I cried many a night. I woke up crying many a night. I woke up in the morning on some days, I swole from crying. Well, people thought I was sick when I came to work the next day, but I was. I was sick in my heart because of some things that I had did. Yes, Cassandra, because God did it. Yes, God did it. It's nothing we have done God won't bring us through. It's nothing we have done that God won't bring us out. It's nothing that we have done that that God will not renew our favor in somebody else's heart concerning you or me. When we get to the place where we can go back and say to someone, even parents, mm -hmm, I'm not going to just say husbands and wives. We need, we parents need to go back to their children and if they have to do it one-on-one and say, do you really and honestly know I'm sorry? Are you really praying for me like you say you are? Are you praying to forgive me like I'm hoping you are? Are you at the place where you can forgive me. What if they say no? What do you do? No, you don't give up. (laughs) 
You don't give up. You hang in there. You keep praying. You keep saying, Father, I don't know how I got here. But however it got here, I'm a part of it. Um, the 15th verse of the second chapter says, These things speak and exhort and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise thee. So if you, I'm not saying you have to just rebuke them out because if they're in a place of not receiving you, ask God for wisdom. Well, you may have to stay on your face a little longer. When I say may have to, you may have to stay on your face a little longer because you're going to at times say, I, I, I'm done, I'm through, I'm finished. See, it was a time in me, when I say in me, in my life, I would say, once I say I'm done, I'm done. Ain't nothing you can say, ain't nothing you can do, and ain't nothing I'm going to hear from you going to make me change my mind. But see, I had to ask God for a new mindset. I had to ask God for a new heart. Therefore, I was able to say, God, if I offended somebody, touch their heart so that they can come to me, whether it's by text, I prefer a phone call or face-to-face, and we can work it out. Because, see, we know nowadays everybody uses everybody's phone, so you wouldn't know if a person trying to do a, a Cupid act or hook y'all up or what. Get to that person face-to-face and say, look, I've been carrying this a long time. Luggage even get raggedy. They get holes. I don't care how good the leather is. I don't care how pretty the material is. It gets uh, the die wear out. It's how I fade. Start getting to the place where you say, okay, I can't carry this any longer. It's weighing heavy on me. You know, I'm carrying some extra weight. Yeah, I gain weight because of whatever reason, but I'm carrying some extra weight. See, it's, it's different when you're carrying weight on the outside, but when you're carrying some weight on the inside that's weighing you down, you can't say, I'm going to let this go. i got to let this go. I'm asking God to fix some things in my life. But I'm asking God to teach me how to step forward to go and say something to somebody that's going to fix some things in their life because of something I said or something I didn't say, because something I did or something I didn't do. You know, um, Sometimes taking that extra piece of chicken, if you're sitting down eating right now, see if somebody else wants that extra piece of meat before you grab it. Sometimes taking the last two pieces of bread or the last piece of bread or the last cup of milk or the last drink of the pop or whatever it is. Sometimes taking that last, you never, you didn't ask somebody else if they want it first. That, that, that's probably something that really made a difference. Sometimes not offering the ride, but somebody sometimes asking too much. Mm. You know that neighbor come over. You got a cup of sugar. I would have if you wouldn't borrow one every day. You know that's what you want to say. You know that's what you want to say. If you would stop borrowing, I would have some sugar, some flour, some eggs, some butter. But we got to get to the point where we throw our hands up and say, God, help me. 
that I help somebody else get free because I don't want to get up there to God if he tell me because you was too proud. Mm-hmm. Y'all know I'm not. Oh, Lord. I remember on the block I grew up on. Oh, Lord Jesus, thank God for Walnut Street. On our block, we fought a lot. You know, we were kids growing up. I said earlier, the, the verse says that we were sometimes foolish. Show how foolish we was. We fought a lot. Forbid nobody else come on our block and fight one of us. You're going to have a problem on your hands. I said that to say this. If you have a family and we all out here in spiritual warfare, why don't we team up and fight this bloodline, fight together? <laughs> Sandra, you know, yes, love Walnut, period. Walnut taught you something, baby. If you live on any part of Walnut, <laughs> you learn something on Walnut. But as I was saying, as a family, we have to get to the point where we need to fight the spiritual warfare together. We got to learn how to get back to praying together. We got to learn how to get back to praying for one another because it says at the end of the second verse, I'll take that back, at the end of the third verse, it says, envy, hateful, and hating one another. Well, people, we got to get back to the love. I, I just want to know if um, anybody on Blog Talk have anything they would like to say or share scripture with me uh, to help me with walking in this walk with, you know, we think about forgiving everybody else, but sometimes we forget about our families. And the Word of God says your ministry starts at home. A lot of times it's not just the house you live in, but your family is your home. If anybody's on blog talk, have something they could say to help me. And anybody else that's listening on Facebook, anybody on Facebook have anything they would like to share with us, I'll read it out. You know, so... The lines are open on blog talk. If you have anything to say, then go ahead. Okay, well, I'm going to say the second chapter of that is 13th and 14th verse says, looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us, that he might redeem us from all iniquities and purify unto himself a peculiar people, zealous of good works. See, we have to remember everything we do, we represent God. Everything we do, when we throw our hands up and people say, how you doing, girl, I'm blessed and highly favored. We say that like, we said. What color is that in your hair? Or what color is that lipstick you got on? We said because it sounds good and we make it, you know, it make us look important and make us look like we just holding on and waiting on the Lord. But we really need to 
get to a place where we don't honestly and openly embarrass God because you would say blessed and highly favored in one sentence, a really part of your sentence, and before you could put the period at the end, you just said something, did something, gesture something, made believe, make people think that you would say, hmm, she pulled that out of one of those Oreo cookies. That's what she did. She just pulled out a script and read it. So, you know, I'm just, I thank God for showing up. I thank God for answering my prayer. I thank God for letting me know that he's fixed things still today, that he's not on vacation. You're welcome. Margot said we must ask God to create a clean heart within us. That's right. You're so right, Minister Margot. We have to ask God to create a clean heart in us because if not, we would still be walking around here foolish. Like verse 3 of uh, the third chapter, sometimes we still, we're still foolish. You know, I remember when I first thought I was grown. Mm. Yes, I did. I wanted to be on my own. I thought I was grown until my mama said, well, give me $200 on the light, huh? Huh? She said, no, if you're grown, you pay bills. I, I, I realized then I, I loved being a kid. <laughs> you know, you and your mama house, mama paid the rent. But mom and daddy paid the rent. They paid the light. They paid the gas. They buy the food. They buy the clothes. They buy the deodorant. They buy the soap. Oh, let, let's be real petty with it. They buy the soap. They buy the soup. They buy the uh, aspirin. They buy the toilet tissue. Not toilet. We don't say toilet paper. Toilet tissue. They buy that. They buy the comics to clean out the tubes. They buy the, the uh, little brush to clean out the toilet. They buy everything. See, when you're a kid, you don't think about those things. You just think about, I'm grown. Okay. Well, how about here's the light bill? Here's the gas bill. Well, you're part of the rent. Better mm. not have no cars. Mom and daddy pay the car note and the insurance and, ooh, the maintenance. And then you know what? Catch what mom and daddy pay next. You have to nerve to stick your head out and say, Mama, can I have this? Daddy, can I have that? Now, that's, you are extra bill. But we say we grown. That's all right, Margo. You paid the cost to be the boss. But a lot of us found out we was just being bossy because we sure with no boss. You know, they, they didn't they had messed around and fell in love with that record by James Brown and uh, Muddy Waters. He's a man. Yeah, they they, they messed around and started hearing them, them uh, records and started letting it go to their head. But when you got grown for real, like now, I heard it when I was young, and I used to laugh about it. I said, I ain't going to be like that. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now, I lied. If I could turn back time, uh-huh. If I could find a way, I would turn time back to the time I was 12, 13 years old. Well, I knew better, but I would and know what I know now. Lord knows everybody my age, maybe a little under, we heard that. If I knew then what I knew now. I would have never, ever, ever said, I can't wait till I get grown, I'm moving out. If I didn't think, I would have said, I can't wait to get grown to sit at the grown-ups table and eat with them. That's what I think I would say about being grown. Because 
when you get grown, you find out it's some bills got to be paid. You're responsible. Uh-huh. You do, uh, I, uh, I said responsible, right? Mm-hmm. Did I say responsible? Yeah. I think I said responsible. You have responsibility. You have dependence. You have people depending on. You have people looking up. Because, see, I'm now standing in the shoes that my parents stood in where I used to hear my mama and daddy say, baby, money don't grow on trees. And I really, I guess the way we was asking for money, we really must have thought they went out there with a bucket, a wheelbarrow, or a bag or something, and one was holding it open while the other one shook the tree because we didn't understand that there's a limit. And see, that's what I'm talking about tonight. It should be a limit on how far you let things get out of hand. So what's somebody disappointed me? Mm. I can't fix it. I had to take it to God, and on tonight I'm taking it back to God. Not I took it back. No, I didn't take it back from my left it there. What I mean, I'm taking it back to God. I'm on another level now with taking it to God. Because, see, now i got to add some more names to my list of Lord Jesus. Y'all got to understand that we don't have one or two. We got few more names that we need to add to our list daily. Lord, fix it that you got to have a part, a front part and a back part of your list. The ones that wronged me, flip it over. The ones I wronged. Mm. See, right now we're talking about the family. We're going to stick with the family because, see, we don't want to pull in a friend because when you put in a friend, they somehow get put before the family. See, I'm not worried about what somebody else say. It, it, I put a post up today that says regardless. Mm-hmm. Regardless. I don't want anybody to be worried about my past because, see, while you worried about my past, you better turn around and look forward because I'm looking into my future. Mm. We had a saying in church, it said, you look much better now. You know, and I see you in your, that's how I say, I see you somewhere in the future and you look much better than you do right now. See, you still looking at me of yesterday when. Mm-hmm. You still looking at me from yesterday. But, baby, if you take them blinders off, you're going to find out you got a peripheral vision. And, see, it was a time I was slim and my hair was one color. It was a time I didn't have bags under my eyes or wrinkles on my forehead. It was a time. But, see, now I say, God, I thank you for every pound I weigh. Mm -hmm. That shows that girl ain't starving. (laughs) Lord, I thank you for my wrinkles that let you know I ain't got some season on me. That now I'm not ashamed to say I've learned I can't fix it. I've learned to go to God. I've learned to trust the Lord. I learned to say, God, you are my resource. You are my redeemer. You are my provider. God, you are my everything. You know, we want to sit back and we want to look at things as though um, we got all the answers. 
we want to look at things as though we can figure it out. No. I figured out two things. I got to do two things. First, I got to get out the way. First. Second, I got to open my mouth and say, Father, 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 don't forget about me. Don't leave me here like this, Lord. I got to get in a place of repentance to God to say, God, I have done and said some things. God, I have not done and not said some things which I heard you say. Say that or don't say that. Do that or don't do that. But, God, I did the opposite. I got to open my mouth and say, God, train my ears to hear you tell me what to do. We got to get back to the place of going to God concerning those that we need to say I'm sorry to, I apologize to, ask them for forgiveness because we don't want to be a stumbling block. We don't. We want people to know that if God can give me a heart of flesh, I guess you had to know me, huh? If God could give me a heart of flesh to say, I'm asking God to teach me how to love the way he loves. Our ways are not his ways. Our thoughts are not his thoughts. God's ways is so far away from us, from the east is, from the west. God's ways are so far different from ours. We look at things through our eyes and we decide, who are we going to forgive? I'm going to let that rest on you a second or two. Mm-hmm. But what if God decided who he was going to forgive? Bet you I wouldn't be in that bunch. Oh, I guess you had to know me. But because he said, they that call on him, call on his name, shall be saved. He said, seek him early while he may be found. He said that he is everything we need. Margot said, forgetting those things that are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark. I don't don't see the rest, but I believe it says, of a calling. I press for God to change me from the inside out. I I don't want to be like this no more. It's too late in the season. And see, a lot of us, we want to get with other Christians and talk about, yes, the Lord has blessed me. Mm. I have a beautiful home and car, and I have this mm, because God is so good. But see, sometimes I catch myself sitting down with people, and I say, uh, God, Forgive me for saying that. I don't need, I shouldn't even say it like that because, Lord, I want to be saved. Hey, KK, thanks for tuning in. I want to be saved. I don't care who think of it, who see it, who know it, because every time I hit my toe on the bed, I don't say, ooh, mama. I say, oh, Jesus, oh, Lord. Lord, I hope I ain't break my toe. That's the first thing that come out of my mouth. I call on the name of God. 
I call on the name of Jesus. When somebody I know something happened to them, first thing I say, oh, my God. My God, show up and show out. My God, be there for them. My God, touch that family. I immediately go into prayer. I'm not calling my friend. Did you hear what just happened to Pushy them? Did you hear what just happened to Diddy Bang Bang and Pootie Tang? No, I'm not doing that. I'm calling on the Lord to say, God, oh, my God. When the people put stuff on Facebook, some sometimes that's only only friends they have because they're so far apart from their family. I'm telling you, we got to get back to our family. They're so far apart from their family, they put on Facebook, prayer warriors, I need prayer. Then what's the problem? You don't need to know the problem. Special day to take. Just pray. P-R-A-Y. Don't P-L-A-Y. Don't P-R-E-Y. P-R-A-Y for them. Just stop praying. Because, see, when it's your turn, you want the full effect. Mm, I'm going to leave it like that. So my closing note is, ask God to fix you so that you can ask him to fix it. Let me show you something about how God will bless you. See, by me letting God take care of me, my son just brought me something I love. See, God will bless you when you're not thinking about it. Look at that. Y'all know I always got something to eat. Uh, I ain't going to put it in my mouth right now. Lord knows I want to. So see that? Mm, that's a blessing, my God. That's a blessing. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God always keep on doing great things for me. Ah, yes, it is. He just keep right on doing great things for me. So my closing remarks, everybody, is I don't care how you feel that you have arrived. Put the brakes on because the train ain't ready to stop. You got a couple of most places you got to go by before you get to your destination. Go back and tell those that you have been hurt by, offended by, embarrassed by, ashamed by, go back and let them know so that you can move to the next step. Ask God to touch the heart of the ones that you know or may not know that you offended, and ask God to tell them to come and tell you so that you all can work it out. If they don't, you already put it on the altar. You already gave it to God. So just hold on to it and let God work it out because, see, once you do your part, you take one step, God will take the rest. See, people say, too, he said the rest. So at certain things, once you give it to him, you can't carry no more. Stop trying to carry the burden of you fixing it because you can't fix it. You can't. You can't. It's like when you put something together, you buy something, and you got to put it together. It comes with direction. Even if you look like me and look at the picture and you try to figure it out, if you don't read the directions, you're going to have one or two extra parts. <laughs> now you got to take it back down and go through the directions again and find out, oh, that go there. Read your directions. Read your instructions. Get before God and watch God fix some old stuff. Mm old stuff. Y'all, we got to treat this like what it is. God's getting us together. You know, we could keep looking at TV and reading the paper, listen to the radio, 
It's the beginning. He said it would be rumors. It would be wars and earthquakes. Rumors. You just heard on the news the other day, an earthquake. Was it China, Japan? Well, one of them. It caused a little tsunami. The war going, it's the beginning. So get it right. Don't wait to say, I should have, could have, would have. Get it right. I tell anybody, don't bring me no doctrine other than the one you know that I talk about, I preach about, I'm about about it, I live about. Don't bring me nothing else because you're going to get offended, but I'm going to tell you I'm not. that's not what I believe. The price of the high calling of, Jesus, of God in Jesus Christ, Philippians 3 and 14. Read that. Minister Margo shared that with us. We could read that. I just want you all to know I love the Lord with my whole heart. I haven't always been in this place. Been in church all my life. I was in church, but church hadn't been in me. I was saying I was praising God, but I wasn't living the praise of God. I wasn't praising God truthfully. My hands weren't clean. They weren't holy. I didn't know how to worship him and spirit and truth. just knew what they said. I had the form of godliness. Mm. I had the form of godliness. I was denying myself the power of When we start being finished product, God will let us know. Well, I say when we start being a finished product, God will let us know. But until then, get before God and say, God, keep me in the fire. Keep me in the fire. I want to be like that song, but I think it's Jason Nelson to say no residue. God, burn it out, burn it off. Get it off me, God, because I want to be used by the Lord. I struggle every day as so much as a lot of people because we're human. We're not robots. We are human. But daily we can ask God for forgiveness. All right, so I just want to thank you all for taking this time out on this Friday night as you're getting ready to go out or do whatever you ought to do. Y'all remember, they told us to take the masks off. Corona isn't gone. Corona is still around. They're pulling off the masks, the weather's warming up, and they're pulling off the clothes, too. So don't get caught up out here relaxing. It's some stuff waiting on you. But make sure you waiting on Christ. It did some seeds, you know, corona, uh, COVID, <laughs> uncovering. But ask God, that's Jesus Christ to keep you covered. You know, I, I'm just saying, don't get caught up in the caught-ups. Keep God first. Mm. Keep God first. Ask God to touch your heart and your mind. I pray that you all get some good rest tonight. I pray that you all let God finish ministering to you. I pray that you all read Philippians 3 and 14. I pray that you all read, what is it, Titus uh, third chapter, it's all three chapters, read that. But the third chapter, the third verse through the seventh, 
Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33, which says, Cassandra's period, I do. COVID testers need one. Let me know. Okay, Cassandra's on the line. She says she does COVID testing. If you need some, you can hit her up. Her name is Cassandra Brown. She said, let her know. Thank you. Okay, you're welcome, Margo. Thank you for listening and participating with the program on tonight. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6. And 33, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. I just want you all to know that I love the Lord. I love the Lord. I love the Lord. I want to continue to do what God has told me to do. I want to continue to hear God tell me what to do and don't get caught in myself. I ask God to let me decrease that he may increase because two things I do know. One, I need the Lord. Two, I got to have the Lord. And that's all I know. Jesus Christ is my Savior. None other do I know. None other will I want to know. So don't be sending me no notes saying you like me. Do I want to come with you? Yes or no? Now says no, I told Jesus yes. And I'm not a two-child. I don't cheat on my God. Ah! Amen. So, blog talk, is there anyone that would like to make comments now uh, with, before we end the program? Thank you, Minister Sylvia, for such an awesome message on forgiveness and about going and addressing the concern um, that we need to concern ourselves with. Because like you said, we oftentimes take our forgiveness to the world and we take our um so-called stories and testimonies to the world when where we need to take them is home to ourselves and then to the world. So thank you for reminding us of that. Amen. Possibly like Cecilia. Is there anyone else that would like to have something to say at this time, whether it's Facebook or blog talk? Okay, with that being said, to any of my family that's looking in, whether it's live or we'll look at it on a replay, I just want to tell you all, I love you. I love you with my whole heart. If I've done anything recently or in the past that had offended you, embarrassed you, hurt you, whatever you want to call it, I won't know if you don't call me. My number has not changed. It has been my number for over 20 years. If you don't have it, go to our chat line. Hit me up on Messenger. Oh, you can get in touch with me. I'm not hard to find. Let's talk about it. And once we talk about it, while we talking, before we talk, after we talk, we're going to pray about it. We're going to trust God to do what only God can do. Now, it's up to you if you want to let it go. I pro- hope and pray that you do. But if you don't, I will put it out in the am- I will add more to it before I take it back. I am allowing God to fix it. To fix it. To fix it. So I'm saying to you, get on board. Let's stop giving the enemy a playground. 
because the word of God said, the idle mind is a playground for the devil. And when you sit back and think about stuff, you've given him too much room. My God is too big for that. So with that being said, I want to let you all know I pray that you get rest and you let this word penetrate your heart. You let God penetrate your heart, your mind, and your spirit. Give God the glory. Give God the honor. Give God your heart. Tell him that you repent of all your sins. You believe that he died on the cross for you. You believe that he rose on the third day, that you will have a chance at the eternal gift of life. I read that to you tonight, that we will have the gift of eternal life. So good night, everyone. We love you with the love of the Lord, and there's nothing you can do about it. Good night.